From the Allen Media Worldwide Headquarters Studios high atop Two Turtle Creek, this is Deconstructing Dallas. Greetings, everyone. This is your host, Ryan Trimble, coming to you live from another sunny January day here in Big D, alongside the very refreshed-looking Sean Williams. Sean, good day. Good day to you, um, Ryan Trimble. You know, I was with... One of our clients from the parking spot, Sarah Fisher, and she should, she just came in from Chicago where she barely made it out and is going back to Chicago where they expect like sub negative 20 type no. weather, like negative 20 no. degrees. And I don't even think that's wind chill. <laughs> no, no, thank you. And it's funny because Malia thinks that she wants to live in Chicago. And Sarah was like, well, maybe I should talk to her because that is not the place you want to be right now. You can have all my shares of Chicago. I'm good. Yeah, it's going to be cold here, but we're going to be like 30 degrees above zero. And that's going to be cold. That's enough for me. But by the weekend, we're looking at a balmy 72 degrees, my friend. I love it. I love it. I love meteorologist Sean Williams, everyone. I do. I do pride myself on being an amateur meteorologist. Sometimes my friends call me, especially during kind of spring weather season, just to make sure, you know, you don't, whether or not you need to get in the closet or not for the storm that's coming. I get those calls, but that maybe like pseudo architect sometimes. (laughs) I do have an appreciation for building. You and I have joked about the National Weather Service coming out of Fort Worth, the emails before, and just how hilarious they are. Well, I know your wife gets those emails, and when I worked at the police department, as well as when I was in media relations with the city of Dallas, I got all those emails, and I love those emails. I mean, especially, you know, if there was the threat of of ICE coming to town, you know, we wanted to make sure that all of the salting trucks, the sanding trucks were in place, (laughs) and all precautions were taken to make sure that we were I just love the lingo on those. It's like, well, the ceiling is high, but the Likelihood is low. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it really didn't. It's didn't like these say guys much. should be in Vegas making <laughs> wages, ma- making lines. <laughs> so much hedging going. Oh on. man! So you you also look refreshed, and I think it's because you just came back from the Allen Media Public Affairs Group retreat. I think that might be why you're looking so. so it, it was great. Uh, great effort by my co-host, my great colleague Sean Williams. He took the lead on on this year's uh, this year. Year's retreat. Uh, we really, we really got after it. Set some goals. Uh, got, got refocused for the year, and so I think it's going to be a benefit to all of our clients out there. Uh, we're all on the same page. We all have some, some, uh, some visions for how this is going to go, and so it was a, it was a good event. Nice to, you know, get a, get a big, you know, three hundred and sixty degree view, three hundred thirty thousand foot view. Absolutely, man. I mean, I think we took a look at our business, which is, which is great, and I. Think I think we set some great business goals. We also set continued some goals which we had last year, which included gratitude and following your lead, which you are a machine when it comes to writing thank you notes. I mean, you know, if Ryan Trimble doesn't have anything going, and he has a lot, <laughs> but if you just start with writing thank you notes and being on point with business cards, I mean, <laughs> he has got you covered. But that was something that we picked up from you last year. And 
I can't tell you. I, I got I would send out thank you cards to people that we had meetings with or people who had been newly elected to positions. And they would send me back a picture of the, the note that they they received. Like, man, that was cool. Thank you. I don't get very many handwritten notes these days. So that's something that we picked up. And I thought the other thing that was fun that we did was the flash talks where each person on our team was responsible for giving a four minute talk about themselves. And it could be any aspect about themselves that they wanted to to learn about. And, and we learned about my co-host that he tried out for a minor, minor league baseball team back in the day. That's right. Uh, it was a great day. It was a frosty, colder January day than today, for sure. Um, and a big thanks to then my girlfriend, now my wife, Mrs. Trimble, for sticking it out and watching me. Um, Whiff. Whiff <laughs> on every pitch. I hadn't swung a bat in probably four or five years. And, uh, you know, laid down a nice bunt. But other than that. That's something. Uh, yes. So That's I didn't something. completely, completely strike out. But, uh, yeah, that was a tough day. And we learned about your ventures in door-to-door salesmanship in the great state of Michigan. Yeah, I took a summer and worked with one of my fraternity brothers, Eric Brooks, in Muskegon, Michigan, selling the student handbook door to door. And, you know, the most interesting part about the business model there is that as a college student, we went up to Michigan from Texas A&M and we did not have a place to live. And so we started and this was my first sales job. And we started by going door to door, asking people if we could live with them for the summer and pay them roughly $15 a week. That's amazing. Name, uh, you know, no need to really say that we did not get anyone to take us up on that <laughs> offer. But as I mentioned, you know, after going to stay with one family who then introduced us to another family, we actually stayed all summer, all three months for free. They let us stay there rent free. It was one of our fraternity brothers who we eventually connected with. But, you know, again, the, the more of that story was I learned more about people that summer and how good people are in this world in this country than I at any point I ever have so um, yeah so so that was you know the benefit of, of the retreat and shout out to Mary Woodleaf and and Aaron Ragsdale and Kelsey Huntsman who all participated and again I think we are ready to to get on to a great 2019 Absolutely, Sean. So uh, let's talk about today's show. Yeah, so today we have um, a, a good friend of mine that's coming in. We have Veronica Torres, who is the founder and CEO of Hey Chica Summit, the Hey Chica Summit. And I'm looking forward to Veronica because when we first talked about Hey Chica, you know, it was in, in the midst of her, um, number one, as a successful entrepreneur, but, you know, doing yoga, doing mindfulness, meditation, fitness and and you know it was something that she had kind of as a as a vision as a goal and last year um, she had an excellent summit which where I believe she had over 300 ladies who participated and she'll tell us more about that but I'm really excited to know more about her vision for Hey Chica and and how she is looking to build upon that yeah she brought together a big group of, of Latina leaders last year I know uh, Nina Vaca and Arcelia Acosta some big names here locally uh, uh, that are Latina leaders in our city. So looking forward to visiting with her about this. She she is a neat lady. I've gotten to know her uh, a little bit. You know, I, I used to know her just um, from afar, but now, you know, working with you and getting to know her through several other contacts, um, I'm really looking forward to visiting with her today. Speaking of health and fitness, I see you have a Fitbit over here. Yes, sir. This is my new Fitbit. And um, uh 
thank you for accepting my friendship. Yeah, it's good to be your friend as well. Well, it's good because you're my only friend on <laughs> Fitbit, Sean. So if anybody else has a Fitbit and wants to friend their favorite uh, podcast host here, feel free. It'd be nice. I think that, you know, it would be good for Ryan to have more than one Fitbit friend. So any of our <laughs> listening audience who is into the Fitbit, please yeah. reach out to Ryan because, I mean, you know, he's got his hands full with his one friend so far. Uh, yeah, Sean was asking me what the heck I was doing uh, prior to the recording this this episode because I was walking around the uh, the studio here because I just got my weekly report that you beat me by 4,000 steps last week. So I got to get on it, Sean. You know, you'll get in the groove, man. You'll get in when the weather, the weather's going to be nice. I mean, what, what are you, what are you at today? Well, well, I'm, I'm, I'm only at 7,000, but 21 flights of stairs today, Sean. Yeah, mine doesn't, doesn't do stairs very well. I think, I don't know. I'm like at 12,000. I don't really keep up, but, <laughs> um, but we are excited about our guest, Veronica Torres, who is uh, going to be joining us right Right after this, so please stay tuned. This is Deconstructing Dallas. Sean Williams, Ryan Trimble. We'll be right back. soul-stirring gospel sounds with classical orchestrations featuring Grammy Award winner Marvin Winans, a 200-person unity choir, and special guest conductor Jerry Lynn Johnson with a tribute to the late Aretha Franklin. Join the Dallas Symphony Orchestra for Gospel Goes Classical, Thursday, February 7th at 7.30 p.m. Tickets start at $29. Proceeds benefit Project Unity, dedicated to improving race relations. Visit MyDSO.com for details. Dallas, Ryan Trimble, Sean Williams. Sean, exciting day here in the studio. We've got the founder and CEO of the Hey Chica Summit. She is Veronica Torres. Hello, Veronica. Hi, how are you? I'm doing great. Doing it's great. so great, great to, to have you here in our studio. Oh my God, thank you for asking me to be here. Yeah. I'm impressed with what you guys are doing. So, this yeah, well, is an honor. Yeah, well, we're impressed with what you have done with the Hey Chica Summit. You know, we've seen the uh, seen some of your videos from last year's event, and I mean, what a huge, huge movement you've got on your hands here. Tell us about the summit. Yeah, so, you know, we planned that summit in three months. Um, people think it took a whole year, but a band of women in Dallas who were friends of mine for a long time when I shared the idea of putting this together and what I wanted it to look like came together and really put this on. And then SMU was like, we want this here. So, I mean, it turned into something really incredible and more beyond 
professional, it became a real sisterhood for Latinas in Dallas. Mm -hmm. But I know, you know, you and I sat and talked about this before you even got planning, started planning on it. And you told me about a wellness summit. You talked about some of the things that had gone on in your life. So can you talk about like what inspired you to, to start this summit? Yes, absolutely. So um, two years ago, my husband and I experienced a loss of a child. We had twins and um, we had a boy and a girl and our son had passed away a day after that. And I was like going through this tremendous amount of grief, anxiety and postpartum. And I still had another baby that I had to take care of. So a lot of that was going on. And I had really experienced heartache because I had two girlfriends that I had to sort of part ways with and I can like a breakup on top of that. And I was in a dark place, I went to therapy, nothing was really allowing me to to have space to heal from any of that. And I was literally, practice meditation had never done that before, even though I own a yoga studio, I wasn't really practicing any of the stuff that I was selling in the yoga studio. And I sat down and I started meditating and I wrote an entire program around my life, around Mm -hmm. heartache, around not being around mean girls anymore, Um, a side hustle, like everything that I had done in my career in the last 15 years, I had written down a curriculum or a track on how I can teach another woman to, to do that or actually put her in front of people who can speak about those topics. Because for me, I was very fortunate to have mentors turn around and lift me up like a Nina Baca or Celia that were lending their name to me. Well, I think there's a huge gap between these young um, Latina professionals and sort of the old guard, right, for lack of a better word, that no one had turned around in a long time to reach up and bring women up. So a lot of women were reaching out to me in social media, like, can I have coffee with you? Can you tell me how you did this or whatever? And going through those dark places, I was like, you know, I don't want to be around mean girls. I want to be around women that want to contribute. And then obviously the Me Too movement, it became the year of women and empowerment. So a lot of the stars were aligned. And I had this journal. It's a sketchbook. And I wrote out the tracks. I wrote out descriptions for it. I thought I want it to be South by Southwest. I want it to be highly activated and I wanted to bring the best speakers that were going to pour into other women and wrote it down. And I started meeting with people like, Hey, do you like this idea? What do you think about this? Even you, Sean, I was talking to you about Absolutely. that. And everyone that I spoke to were like, Oh shit, we need that in Dallas and to use that. But I was how everyone's reaction was like, there's nothing like this in Dallas. There's no Latina organization like this. And I wanted to do a wellness conference. Right. I was like, I want to do a wellness conference called We Recover and Reset because I was in the yoga industry. You know, I have my, mm-hmm. my yoga studio and I thought, oh my God, women need therapy. They would need to learn how to overcome grief, bad friendships, bad breakups, divorce, whatever. And then it turned it out, it turned out to be the leadership summit first. So that was what we did in October. That's so interesting. I think it's it's really cool that your your focus on personal health turned into kind of community health of sorts. And so that's that's really cool. Can you tell us about some of your success stories or some of the responses you had after the summit? Right. So honestly, like I left that day so overwhelmed with gratitude. I felt something I never had felt in a community standpoint like that. Usually when you think of Dallas and you think of how it's still pretty much, well, at least in the Hispanic community, it's still very much segregated between the established and the not established, and there's not a gap there. When I left there, I had invited women that were, like I mentioned, trailblazers, like Anina Vaca's a bill, running billion dollar company, and I could not believe that they showed up for me. And I was overwhelmed more with the, 
everyone was excited to do this and pour into it without questions asked. And the and Nina said something to me that morning because she was our opening speaker. She said, Veronica, it's because you have made so many deposits in this city. And I thought afterwards, like, holy cow, I made a lot of deposit, which was true. Like I had been doing community relationship building for a long time. But women were calling me, sending flowers to me, thanking me. I mean, I'm talking about women who have built a lot of Dallas, you know, and saying that they felt that something spiritual happened. It was a movement. It was like vulnerability. Everyone was not vulnerable. There, no one was guarded. It was a safe place, a safe space that people felt like it was almost sacred. Like you walked in and no one felt they were above or below anyone. Everyone was willing to have a conversation with a girl graduating from SMU or a billion dollar businesswoman who, um, who needs, you know, someone to pour into. So I, I'm still, even to this day, getting notifications and letters and people asking me when is the next one and sharing stories and it's crazy. I think it's an interesting age kind of where I am, where we are, some of our friends, because people our age have small children like you. People our age have grandchildren uh, like some of my friends. And so it can be kind of a weird age as far as reaching up, reaching down. But I really like the, the way you are reaching back where some of us sometimes feel like people didn't always welcome us into the establishment. But now I think we're in a place where even as we're still building our careers, we can start bringing some of the people behind us along. And and that's what I really like about the summit. Right, and that was the magical part of that because people had this sort of perception of who I was because of what I've been doing my entire career. And I started early on. So even the young women that were there were like, why did you do this? Because it was a selfless thing. It was, I wasn't the one on the stage you know, giving any type of game of whatever, I was behind the stage. And I remember that at the summit, all the tables were full, we sold out, right? So we, but my husband and I were eating and we sat with the servers and I didn't think anything of it. It was like a natural thing. And several girls that volunteered had sent me emails and were calling and crying saying that they thought that was so moving to them that I actually sat with the people that were serving us. And I mean, it sounds, small to a lot of people but for me it was so expansive in a way that people saw um opportunity or a change in how we normally do business in dallas how we start a sisterhood of women and how truly i was speaking authentically about me turning around and lifting another girl up you know because people talk about doing that but they don't really do it so Deconstructing Dallas, Ryan Trimble, Sean Williams. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with Veronica Torres, the CEO of Hey Chica Summit. Stick with us. Conference play is in full swing, and your SMU men's basketball squad is looking to claim another American Athletic Conference title. 
Come see the action in person by calling 214-SMU-GAME or go to smumustangs.com and get your tickets today. With big games coming up against Wichita State, Houston, and the Cincinnati Bearcats, you won't want to miss a second of the action on the court. So what are you waiting for? Call 214-SMU-GAME or go to smumustangs.com today. Pony up. Deconstructing Dallas, Sean Williams, Ryan Trimble. We are with Veronica Torres, CEO (laughs) and founder of Hey Chica Summit. You know, Veronica, one of the things that I thought was cool was some of the titles of some of your sessions, like Classy and a Little Badassy, Hermanas con Ganas, (laughs) and She Se Puede. I mean, it made me want to sign up to be a volunteer. So I want to talk about like moving forward next year because I, I'm already ready to sign up as a volunteer. So are you planning to to do this um, in 2019? Absolutely. You know, SMU the day the week after wanted to pick the date and get it moving right. But I'm sad that you can't volunteer because it's an all women's thing, and I try to keep as many men outside because women don't. <laughs> I'm here to help, you know what I'm saying? I'm offering right. my services, but okay, it's all good, right. whatever. No, you know, it's funny that you mentioned those um, titles, right? Uh, the whole point of this thing was I didn't want to do this as a part of another, another initiative, like a chamber or a nonprofit, because I knew that if I did that, that they would dictate what the content would be and the authenticity of what the content should be like was compromised if a board said, oh, that's too edgy, or you know what, we can't talk about that. So I think that's where the magic was with the summit, was that I could pick the edgy stuff that you see at South by Southwest. I referenced that because that's the innovation of the conversation for me. Um, you think of Hermanas con Ganas, it's like, hey, the sisterhood with a lot of grit and ambition, um, the classy and badassy. That's what it is. It's women who are still maintaining that, but you know, killing the game. So even the name Hey Chica was about, hey girl, let me put you in the game. That's where I, you know, I'm a Jay-Z girl and of course. that's where that came from, right? It was like, hey girl, let me put you in. Like instead of fear-based, like, no, I don't wanna invite you because you're gonna take my idea or, hey, I'm not gonna put you on because I'm still trying to grow mine so you know, you can step aside sort of thing. It's like, hey Chica. So it was very much geared to Latinas, but there were a lot of non-Latinas there too, but it was Latina without having to say that we're Latina, right? Because mm-hmm. right. Chica translates in that way of its own, but. You, you mentioned that, that uh, SMU is a partner with you. That's with the SMU Cox School of Business Latino Leadership Institute, is that correct? Right. And so tell me about their involvement. We get to work with them uh, here at Allen Media, and so I was just curious about what their role was. Yeah, so Ana Rodriguez, who's an amazing sister of mine, and her and I have done a lot of projects together. As soon as she moved into the role there as an executive director, um, and I had told her about what I wanted to do, she's like, you have to do it here. Um, 
And I was like, no, it's academia. It's boring. Parking's awful. You know, everything that you think of when you go to a college campus is like, no, I want something hip, you know, and whatever. And and I did just a courtesy visit to go see the school. And I thought, I like this. It could work. And um, it only holds 300 people. And I thought, oh, my God, hopefully we can fill it up or whatever. And we sold out. And um it was perfect, but also they were really putting their, you know, their game up and offering 50% off some master programs. I mean, they were really saying, we're going to put the stake in the ground and saying, we're going to invest in Latinas and this is how we're going to do it. So they were pretty progressive. It was a win-win, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, I wanted to talk just in general about self-care because, you know, even here at Allen Media, you know, we have Mastermind Mindfulness Studio and it's something that we've gotten involved in. We do a meditation here weekly, but then I know a lot of us take that home with us to to practice our meditation. So, you know, you have a yoga studio, but I know even Hey Chica is part of a bigger self-care initiative that you've, you've kind of been working on. Right. Like I said, it was supposed to be a wellness summit for women because I was recovering from several things that I think a lot of women recover, have to go through. So self-care is the new thing. I don't know. I think I mentioned to you, Sean, before um, 90% of what I do outside of our yoga studio and business comes from corporate wellness programming. Um, self-care is something that I started, started doing workshops at the studio around like sage cleansing, holistic health, meditation, but making it edgy and cool and fun where people can actually find it not so mystic or whatever, right? Because the stigma with how that works. But then I got into deep conversations about women. They're like, oh, I just had a kid. I'm having postpartum or I'm grieving or... So I started reading and developing programs around self-care and what that looks like. So we started teaching a lot of lawyers and all these um, groups that have women, like growing women population of professionals, self-care and what does that look like? It's not getting your nails done, that's pampering. You know, I tell them self-care is really the intention of doing these things from a spiritual, physical, and mental perspective for your oneself. And then you take that into a culture, you take that deeper with culture, even more so in the Hispanic community, that's kind of frowned upon to go see a therapist or do or whatever. So I take that edgy culture, kind of fun, and I infuse that and it becomes very appealing to a young Latina who doesn't know how to address her emotions or the cultural stigmas that we deal with from mental health issues to teen pregnancies and all that stuff. So self-care is about to take off. It still hasn't reached even nearly where it's gonna go and that's what excites me more about that. That's very cool. Well, if, if uh, any of our listeners wanted to join you at the event or sponsor the event, where could we find you? Right. So on Instagram, it's Hey Chica Movement. Okay. Um, the website, Hey Chica Summit. But actually, the brand above all that, because the wellness conference, I, I didn't mention we do a networker called Tacos and Chill. <laughs> it's on the Healthy Latina Lifestyle is the brand that's, um, and hopefully soon the podcast. Well, cool. I'm going to be going to the website so I can find the volunteer form. But thank you so much, Veronica, for joining us today. And uh, we look forward to, you know, many great things. And, you know, again, as as a friend who sat down and talked to you about this, you know, to see where it has gone is just exciting. So I want to, you know, commend you, your 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 team, your friends and folks, uh, your chicas, because y'all are really, as you say, killing the game. Oh, thank you. Thanks for having me. This is awesome. Deconstructing Dallas, we'll be right back.
Dallas, Sean Williams, Ryan Trimble. I had to get Ryan to sit back down because he's been walking around the studio getting his steps in. So um, thanks for sitting back down to record the show with me. You are welcome, sir. And that was, uh, loved having Veronica in. That was that's great. She's doing big things and she she encourages a healthy lifestyle. You know, I yeah. Mean, I think it, it, I'm, I'm a lot more excited. And I've actually started attempting yoga. Recently, impressive. I've got, a few, I've got a downloaded, couple of downloaded sessions. Not a class. You, you're going. I've not stepped up to the class. I'm not ready for anybody else to see this just yet. Is that so you can wear the full Lululemon suit. I mean, I cannot confirm nor deny what my yoga wear is, but either way, I am not ready for prime time. I'm just proud yet. of you. Either way, well, thank you. I'm proud of you. Either Thanks, way. Thanks, Ryan. I appreciate so. that. <laughs> So big, the big game is this weekend, sir. The big game. I mean, we don't want to get sued by the NFL by using a term that is, you <laughs> know, right. for bit foreboding. But right. yes, the big game is this weekend. You know, I am not as excited as I would like to be because I wanted the Rams and the Chiefs to make it. The Patriots did what the Patriots always do, and I'm not mad at them for that. But I just don't feel like the Rams. You know, because of that call at the end, I don't feel like they deserve to be there. Uh, whatever, man. I'm, I'm excited that I have a team to cheer for. My dad, growing up, I'll never forget he had a one of those like blown glass football Christmas ornaments that was mm-hmm. Los Angeles Rams. He was a big Rams guy growing up. It was the yellow also, and the blue? Also, here's your Dallas tie-in. Did you see what Wade Phillips was wearing on the team plane as they got off I the plane? Not. I did not. He was wearing Bum Phillips' jacket, the old leather, long, yes. like top coat with the the fleece lining, and then the cowboy hat. It was brilliant. Throwback to the Love You Blue days. That's of the right. Houston Oilers. That's right. I, you know what? I'm excited for Wade. I like the Rams. Um, they've got <clears throat> former Aggie great Josh Reynolds on the team out there, you know, hauling in passes. And I hope they win. Um, but, you know, it's just something about it. And I'm not a big Saints fan, but I, I can feel the pain of the Saints fans that are, are still hurting over that call. <laughs> They'll get over it. <laughs> Here you go. Who was Jared Goff's mentor in college, sir? Hold on. Spike Dykes? Son. Sonny. 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 I meant current Sonny. I meant SMU Sonny. head I meant coach. There's your SMU tie-in, okay. Of course. You're welcome. Of course. Uh, prediction. Uh, well, Justin Lawler plays for former SMU great. Justin Lawler is on the Rams, so I'll be pulling for the Rams. So give me Rams. I think the line that I saw was Patriots uh, with two and a half, given two and a half. So give me Rams by one. What's the score? 28-27. I am going to go with a little bit higher scoring affair. I am going to go Rams 34. Um, 
Patriots 32. Wow, live action here, folks. <laughs> Amazing. But we okay. will see how it goes. And, you know, we've got a couple of great guests already lined up for this will be, I think, our third show for January, which yep. is we're pretty good to get three going in one month. But if we, we do are, say so ourselves. Yeah, doing pretty good to have three. But we do have two guests already lined up for our next shows. We have John Killen, who is a member of the DART Board on the DART Board of Trustees. And we have Mike Raphael, who is the founder of Envy Gaming. And we've been trying to have a gaming show almost since the beginning. But uh, Mike Raphael and his team Envy are uh, they have part they have the Dallas Fuel, which is part of the Overwatch League. And as you know, Ryan Isaiah is all about my son Isaiah is all about Overwatch, and he watches the Overwatch League um, religiously. And our yeah. our Dallas Fuel team is is really supposed to make some big improvements this year. So I'm really looking forward to talking to Mike about that. Yeah, I'm hoping that he can tell me how to watch it and not get massive tired head. Because it is, it's crazy to me to watch that stuff. Maybe that means I'm old. But I also hope he'll bring me one of those cool hats that you have. Man, that Dallas Fuel hat is fire. fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is, it is nice. Yeah. I mean, uh, shout out to Shea Butler who dropped some gear on us last year. And he gave Isaiah a, a hat, which I've kind of confiscated. And a, a jersey, a team jersey and a shirt. So, um, and hey, get your Dallas Fuel gear. I think they're going to be playing some home games this year, maybe in Allen. Uh, so we can ask Mike about that when we get get him on the show. But yeah. looking forward to our, our February lineup is already shaping out. Great stuff. All right. Well, we want to thank everyone for listening. Again, we, we always want to encourage you. Go, if, especially if you have Apple Podcasts and that's where you listen to our show, go and leave us a review. Just hit like. Just hit the star. Just we're, I think we're almost at 30. So if we, if we could just get two people to go and give us a little review, get us to 30, that would be great. We want to thank our owners at Allen Media, Mary Woodleaf, Jennifer Pascal. This is an Allen Media production. We want to thank Veronica Torres for coming on and chatting with us today. Again, stay tuned for our next couple of shows, and we appreciate you for spending a little time with us here at Deconstructing Dallas. For Ryan Trimble, I am Sean Williams. Adios. Adios.